G'day. Welcome to the Far North Leadership Podcast. My name is Jeff, and in each episode of the podcast, I'm going to interview a leader from the beautiful city of Cairns in Far North Queensland. It's called the Far North Leadership Podcast for that simple reason, because it features leaders from the Far North. So I'll interview people from a variety of different sectors. You know, I believe that we can grow as leaders simply by listening to and learning from each other. I don't know about you, but every time I meet a leader or I overhear a leadership conversation, it helps me grow. So I encourage you to settle in and listen up and you'll have the opportunity to learn from a guest in every single episode. In this episode, I'm going to interview Troy and Daniela Ferner. Troy and Daniela are the founders and directors of Blackbird Espresso and Coffee NQ, based in Cairns and serving North Queensland and beyond. I spent some time with them recently in their warehouse, connected to one of their cafes here in Cairns. Troy and Daniela, thanks for joining me today. I want to start with social media. So you guys are quite active on social media, often posting amazing photos from around our region. What do you guys love about living here in Cairns? Well, for me, it's, I don't know, Cairns has a vibe and it has a feeling that I can kind of, that I feel connected to. Um, I don't know if that sounds weird, but um, there's something unique about living in Cairns and um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel it inside me. Uh, I don't know if it's the humidity or something like that, but um, I love that we're based around the rainforest and reef. That's a huge thing for me. Um, It has a really nice community. It's got a good mix of people. Um, There's all walks of life here, and I think we kind of all walk together. Um, You don't really feel a big segregation like we have in some other places we've lived in. Um, Yeah, just just the natural beauty. It's it's a good spot. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with Troy. Um, I I think um, you've got small islands like Fitzroy Island and Green Island that we love going to, particularly with the kids. Um, and you've got some outer reef islands as well that you can do some snorkeling and diving. And I think that's really unique um, for Cairns and to Cairns. And I think um, that, yeah, the environment's a big part of our life. And so um, we just love living here. Yeah. Yeah, for those reasons. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. How did you guys first get interested in coffee? So I just fell into coffee. Um, I, during high school, washed dishes in a nursing home. Um, so when I finished school, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Uh, my parents had never gone from school into university, so there wasn't like this kind of encouragement behind me to do that. And so I just started washing dishes at a cafe in Britain City. And it happened to be the best cafe at the time. Um, really high turnover, doing good quality stuff, like 2000, 2001 kind of thing. Yeah, and I just kind of just took this job and had a crack at it and enjoyed it and um, worked my way up through there pretty much. And I guess it's, I've enjoyed it so much because there's so much variance day to day and different things like, you know, I haven't always just been behind a counter in a cafe. I've been doing sales and out in the road and traveled a lot with it and stuff like that. So um, it's a really good social industry. Um, and it's very rewarding when you're kind of making someone's day, giving them a great coffee in the morning, and yeah, that's it for me, really. Yeah. What about you, Danielle? Um, for me, um, and I think it was my mom and dad. I think having an Italian background, I think often as kids we were exposed to lots of different food and alcohol and, and coffee, um, and we were. Um, 
encouraged to try everything and so coffee for me started when I was quite young um, dad actually gutted out a section of our kitchen and put in a bar and bought a very um, flash coffee machine for those times and um, and so I guess yeah waking up every morning to the smell of coffee and then I think that's something that will remain in me forever and then we used to go to our local cafes and in coffee shops and buy our beans so yeah it's a really important thing for me yeah so you kind of got into into coffee in Brisbane and in the industry there what brought you guys to Cairns uh so we met in the industry in Melbourne and then at that time I was actually kind of threw in the towel because I've been with the company for quite a while and was gonna do some traveling overseas and Daniela was hired to replace me at the company and then we started seeing each other and then we I still moved back to Brisbane from Melbourne we kept um, kind of flying in between cities and seeing each other and seeing how it went and then um, we spent a few days up the Sunshine Coast together and Daniela loved it I liked the idea of living there yeah. kind of said why don't we just give a crack of moving there so we did and ended up there for a few years and then when we started having children we were just looking for something financially more stable for us and we kind of put feelers out there and on our honeymoon we got offered work in Darwin um, at, a, at a good salary rate and that kind of gave us the idea of looking around and we ended up with a job offer in Townsville that we decided on but it didn't work out for us in Townsville and while we were there Cairns became a um, kind of getaway for us which yeah we ended up visiting kind of I think it ended up we were driving up here every second weekend kind of thing and we just kind of really liked it saw a good opportunity for the business yeah and the rest was history yeah. Yeah. tell us a bit more about your businesses so you have coffee NQ and blackbird espresso what what are they yeah all right so we started off as blackbird being our CBD store it was called blackbird espresso by coffee NQ There's a long story behind that but um, we set that up as our shop and as our main brand of coffee now four years later Blackbird's kind of developed into its own identity and brand. So we've got, we've probably got about at least 20 plus wholesale customers out there using the Blackbird brand now. And we wanted Coffee and Q to be separate from Blackbird because Blackbird is like our main specialty brand that we want to um, really nurture and, and, um, and keep to that kind of area of the market. Coffee and Q is like an umbrella for everything that we do within coffee. So. It might be um, like contract advisory um, for people setting up their own businesses. It might be just doing training for any other cafes around the area. It's supplying other brands of coffee. It's a whole range of different things. So that's why we wanted it to have its own identity. So Blackbird kind of falls underneath Coffee NQ as a, as a brand. And um, a year ago, we changed the name of the shop in town and became Blackbird Laneway. Um, so we kind of moved it a little bit away from our brand and gave it its own kind of name. And here we've got Blackbird Warehouse, which is the kind of same thing again, it's a separate. Yeah, so Blackbird's a brand yeah. and Coffee NQ is like our umbrella for everything that we kind of do within the company. Daniela, you guys are, I consider you as yeah. leaders and influencers <laughs> in our region, not okay. just in your own industry, but uh, you, you guys are involved in all sorts of different things yeah. in our region. Yeah. What is leadership to you? I think leadership can be really tricky to define, um, the actual concept, but I think um, for me, it means having a vision and sharing it with others. I also think being a leader means um, 
leading a group or an organisation, but yeah, in saying that there are different styles of leadership. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what your yeah. style of leadership is or can you um, explain yeah. how you influence? Yeah, I guess I sort of pass on guidance and direction and motivation to staff. I think a leader is also someone who influences a group of people to, to motivate and to channel their energy so they can obtain equal results for everyone. Um, I think that's really important. I think you have to have um, empathy. Yeah, so you can empathise with your team and your customers. Yeah, so it's, it's a tricky one. It's a really broad um, thing. It is. And a tricky one to answer with very few words. Yeah. Do you see it the same way, Troy? I guess so. I think I'm still trying to work it out, to be honest. Like being in this position and being in business for four years, we're still learning a lot and I've learned yeah. a lot about myself in that time. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, and it, it, is, it is hard to be a leader and probably more talking about like staffing-wise within like the community or whatever I think um, you know we can influence through what we do and different things that we get involved in um, like sustainability and that kind of stuff yeah. but yeah I definitely kind of see it as um, having that influence yeah, yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't say that we're leaders um, I think that we are following our passion and our desire within the coffee industry. I think that's really important that we're just doing what we love and we're doing it to our best ability and we do have guidance. I think we have also have business partners in the business and they, they pass on, I think, their their wisdom and I guess their leadership to us, which we take on, which is really important, I think, at times. Yeah. So it's been, it's been great in that sense. I see you guys as, as leaders, as you say, in the wider community and with other areas like sustainability in, yeah. and even in, in what you've done with your businesses as you guys are, are visionary leaders out ahead of the pack, inspiring yeah. others to in yeah. some ways keep up and in some ways to, you know, yeah. to do better. But then leadership within your own business, as you say, is an entirely different thing as you lead your own staff yeah. and do management. Mm. Yeah, they can be quite different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's tricky. Yeah, they are. It's tricky. How have you guys continued to provide leadership for your businesses and, and grow the business, as you were just talking about, while you know investing in your family? I think we balance it between the two of us. Initially, I, I worked quite a lot, um, and we were very lucky because we, you know, we had some help from family and au pairs and things like that. But recently, Troy does a lot more hours than I do actively in the business. So I think it just balances out. And it's hard, you know, it really is, particularly, um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but particularly maybe for women who are having kids and yet they still want to actively be involved in society. And that was really tricky, but also um, I feel very fortunate that we've had this opportunity, or I've had this opportunity, because it enabled me to do both and to still be present with both. Yeah, it's a hard balance as well and probably one area that we're always trying to improve and as the business has grown I think it has gotten better um, because we've got more staff and we've passed on some different responsibilities and stuff like that we've structured our days better for us yeah and I've probably learnt through doing it wrong so like a year ago when we moved out of our apartment in the CBD to um, live in the house in Red Lynch we were going on holidays around the same time and I think I did like I can't remember now but it was a ridiculous amount of hours in that two weeks leading up to it and I got really sick 
and ended up I was in bed for a few days kind of thing and like I was I was like oh I just can't do this to myself it's not worth me putting in all these hours trying to get all this stuff done to just wipe myself out and not be able to do anything and not help anyone so from that day I was like okay I've got to restructure what I'm doing and I was trying to be here at six in the morning to get things up and going and and you know I was working through to six o'clock almost every night and so I just even just um, changing things so I got like at least two sleep-ins a week which is just starting at 7 38 o'clock but um, just not having that stress of having to get up really early and just waking up when I naturally do and and seeing the kids in the morning and like that was that was big for me and ever since then have tried to make it more so yeah, so we just kind of work it out as we go and just there's times that are worse than others and there's other times where yeah. we kind of things are a bit easier and yeah it kind of balances hopefully yeah yeah there are occasions as well when you're able to combine the two so taking your kids on a trip to visit some clients you know yep. being out of camp along the way occasionally that works out <laughs> yeah i mean we've always i mean the, the kids are often here and there's often days when we might need to go up just up to Port Douglas or something to do something for a customer and we'll jump in the car and do it. And it reminds me though of my childhood, like we were always surrounded by coffee, always, mm. you know. Um, and I think to some degree we've passed it on to our kids. Um, it's such a big part of our lives. Mm. A lot of stuff so, we just do it together, yeah. like if there's that opportunity for us to be in the car together or whatever rather than just die then we often do it and yeah. and we, we love exploring and getting out there and doing things so it's kind of just half an excuse really yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. can you each tell me about yeah. one of the best leaders that you've met or that you know oh, i'd like to hear this so you go first Trey. probably my leader who i would look up to the most would possibly be my grandfather he's probably been one of the biggest influences in my life just an amazing person done so many good things in his life great family man and you know even at 80 what is he 83 or something still continues to be so in our lives and yeah he's done things with like the naval cadets in australia and um in small business and i kind of think that's where i probably got my influence to want to be in business from spending so much time in his chemist so he would probably be it for me I mean, I've worked with obviously good people in the industry and people who have been extremely successful and I've learnt amazing, valuable lessons, yeah, lessons from them and different and whole, you know, I'm here because of them, but in myself and the way I want to be a leader, probably haven't looked to them for that reason, but they've taught me many yeah, many valuable lessons in business and kind of think what we're good at in business is kind of what you touched on before is we don't really just take a soft approach like if there's we we try and I always remain very positive within business and I don't really get too obscured about threats and worrying about what might happen and I'm just always looking forward and you know a lot of the guys that I worked for in the past were very successful and they were just always moving forward and always if something needed to be done it was done straight away and just keep keep going yeah so I probably learned a lot of that kind of stuff from them but yeah definitely my grandfather though would be the biggest influence yeah um well similar to Troy in the sense that within the coffee industry I've, I've met and worked uh, you know I've had the opportunity to work with some really amazing people who definitely taught me a lot um and I, you know, definitely made lots of mistakes along the way. I think for me, um, looking at this question, I think one sort of person stood out for me because um, I did a lot, I travelled a lot, 
Um, but one place that's sort of remains dear to me is North India, where the Dalai Lama resides. And he is a spiritual leader. So I feel very blessed that I was able to meet him and spend some time with him and some members of his family. Wow. And yeah, I think um, the essence of his foundation is compassion and love and I think the world needs more of it in this day and age. Yeah, so yeah, he's a spiritual leader so I feel very fortunate to have met him. When you're going to sleep at night and you're reflecting on your day, what constitutes a good day for you guys, especially as leaders of your businesses? Yeah, I think for me just like knowing that I have made a difference that day and whether it's in one of our staff members whether it's you know getting a new customer on board or yeah just ticking off those goals I guess you get a lot of satisfaction from just the interactions over the counter with our customers and that on a daily basis and yeah that'd be it really like knowing that I've made a difference to someone's day or inspired one of our staff or something like that yeah. Can you give us some insight into your hopes and dreams? As you think about the future, what would you like to be part of or to achieve? Oh gosh, this is a very interesting You go first. Um, I don't know, maybe you should. Um, Our hopes and dreams, um, I would like to maintain what we're doing now, but become better at it and more efficient. And yeah, I think that's really important to to aspire to, to to know that you're doing well and that... um, things are, are moving forward and you're looking to the future but uh, yeah we both are very passionate about the environment and um, the indigenous culture so we have lots of dreams um, at this point and lots of discussions about how we're going to incorporate our love for coffee and our love for the environment and for sustainability maybe we can explain that we've got some ideas and we've kind of always trying to work with different people or chat to different people to evolve on those ideas and see what we can do so yeah we'll, we'll see what happens really but what Daniela said like yeah we've obviously got a really keen passion for the environment as well and I, I can't see myself getting out of coffee I mean dream would be one day to have just a little espresso bar on a beach somewhere and and that just t- tick us over and you know live our lives happily on that beach but at the moment, what Dan said, what we're doing here and just doing it better and continuing to to grow it. And yeah, we're, we're really happy where we are now. So we'll just see what comes along. Yeah. 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 If someone wants to connect with you guys or your business, how can they do that? So we have a website, yeah. blackbirdespresso.shop, social media, Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Blackbird Cans is our kind of tag, handle. Come in store, Grafton yeah. Street on your street in Cairns. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the main kind of avenues, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. It's been great to get to know you guys a little bit better <laughs> and hear some of your insights and your experiences. Thank Thanks, you. Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Yeah. I love Troy and Dan's passion for what they do. They are so passionate about coffee and and making it to the best possible standard. They're passionate about their businesses that they run. They're passionate about all sorts of different things. And it's just great to hear that come out. You know, uh, to complement this interview, the best thing would be for you to head to Blackbird and grab a coffee and have a chat with them one day. So uh, if you live in Cairns, head down there. Or if you are visiting Cairns, make sure you get to Blackbird Espresso, one of their stores, and grab a coffee or check them out online. 
Keep an eye out for future episodes of the Far North Leadership Podcast. If you subscribe on your favorite podcasting app, they'll pop up whenever a new one is released. And if you find this helpful or interesting, please pass it on to a friend or a colleague, and maybe you'd even like to leave us a review on your podcasting app. I'll be back soon with another episode of the Far North Leadership Podcast.